to all of you who have listened, shared and connected with me, thank you. I started Empower with Mahi because my deepest passion is for women to feel empowered. My new business, Organize Her, is no different. The tools we create are designed to give the busy woman back her peace of mind by helping her keep her shit together and get stuff done. Our vision is for women everywhere to feel in control of their lives, confident within themselves, and have enough time for everything that matters to them. And I am so excited to announce that Organize Her has officially launched and our productivity planner is available now at our website in addition to our digital moneymaker budget tracker. Those of you who have followed along throughout 2023 know how much time and thought has gone into these productivity planners and I know I am totally biased because this is my baby but I am completely obsessed with the planner and I know you will be too. Our website link is in the description organizeher.co and from the bottom of my heart thank you for inspiring me to fulfill my purpose for your ongoing support and for being a part of this journey with me. Kia ora and welcome to Empower, the podcast that has one sole purpose, which is to inspire you to live your best life as your best self. My name is Mahi Sorensen. I'm a lawyer, girl power advocate, growing independent woman, of course. I'm obsessed with self-love and personal development. So now I'm also the host of this podcast. Thank you for tuning in. I will do my best to make sure that you can take something meaningful from this podcast and apply it to your everyday life. But for now, I am about to become your personal hype woman because it is my purpose to empower and I hope to do the same for you. Kia ora te whanau. Today I want to do something a bit different. Do you guys remember around the mid-2000s when magazines were very much the thing? And if you were cool, you would be subscribed to Dolly Magazine or Girlfriend Magazine or whatever was around, and they would always have their advice columns. Back in the day, it was something stupid, like how do I know if a boy has a crush on me, which is super cringe, I know, but I wanted to try out the same thing here and, I don't know, run it like a like an Advice with Mahi episode, which is a little bit fun. The idea for this came from the fact that I get quite a few DMs on the Empower With Mahi Instagram page from mostly women who are after a bit of advice about the things they're going through. Much to their surprise, it's almost always something that is an issue that lots of women go through or lots of people go through. So this is the space for me to talk about it. Every month I will do at least one Advice With Mahi episode where I will speak to some of the issues that have been raised with me on my Instagram page and give it some quick thoughts. Some of these might actually need a whole dedicated episode, which I can obviously do as well, but let's just gauge this and see how we go. Also, just a disclaimer, none of this is planned. I will give my thoughts completely off the cuff because that feels more fun and everything in these episodes and every other episode I do actually is always just my own personal view. I may be a lawyer, none of this is legal advice, none of this is financial advice and whenever you're making big decisions in your life you should always obtain your own independent advice before doing so, should you wish. So question one, hey Mahi, do you have any first home purchasing advice? I do. I obviously own my own home and what I I'm going to say a few things before I answer this question. I own my own home. I bought it on my own. I didn't do so without help from my parents. 
there are people that have to do it on their own. And I am so privileged and so grateful and so lucky that my parents were able to help me buy my home on my own. And I don't take that for granted. And I know that everyone's situation, everyone's journey with first home buying, if that's the direction that you want to go down, is different. But I'm not going to sit here and give you advice as if I did this all on my own, because I didn't. I didn't. But just speaking from my experience, I purchased at the end of 2020 and I bought this home here. We live in it together. We both contribute towards expenses and so on. We, when I say we, I mean my partner and I. It was incredibly difficult buying on one income and I was getting paid reasonably well, like in the mid 70s at that time. And it was still near impossible to to be accepted for lending that would actually enable me to buy a house. If I was a year earlier, I would have been fine. If I was a year earlier, I would have bought this house on my own without help from my parents just because the market is that way. But unfortunately, life isn't fair sometimes. And yeah, again, I'm very grateful that my parents helped me out. But first tip, if you can, buy with someone else. It doesn't have to be your partner. We didn't buy together for a few reasons, but we also hadn't been together for that long. It was only about a year that I had been with my partner when I bought the house. And as we know, a year into a relationship, there's still there can still be a lot of teething issues. It's still new. It's still fresh. It felt risky for us to make such a big financial decision and buy a house together. So I was happy doing it on my own and I was able to with support of my parents. If you can, get someone else to buy with you because... The difference that a double income makes compared to a single income in terms of your lending capability is like so good. So that's my first bit of advice. Second bit of advice is not being disheartened. If you are starting out in the first home buying game and you are making offers on houses and constantly missing out, again, the market changes. It's different now to what it was when I bought. I remember when I was trying to buy a house and... Every time I would put in an offer and then it would get declined and I would get the call from like the poor real estate agent who has to make all these calls. Oh my God, I couldn't think of anything worse. And I just got to a stage that I, it just wasn't worth it for me. It was so disheartening to keep missing out. And I think we must have, or I must have put in 10, at least 10 offers on 10 different properties, missed out on all of them. Most of them Most of the offers that I put in were well over what the expected sale price was. But again, at the time that I bought, it was just chaotic. And it's incredibly hard not to feel disheartened when you're constantly missing out. And it's very hard to keep going when you feel like giving up because it takes a lot of your energy, like many things. Buying a house and trying to buy a house and putting in offers and then missing out, it takes heaps of energy. You start thinking about what your life might look like in this house and then it doesn't happen and then you're back at square one. Don't let that get to you. Just keep going. I say this with anything. The moments when you feel like it is time to give up are the exact moments that you have to keep pushing on, even if it feels like it's not worth it. I promise it is. Your next house could be right around the corner and that's what happened with us. Third tip would be not paying attention to other people. When We were telling people that we were looking at, or I was looking at buying our first house. Everyone had an opinion about it. Everyone wanted to, and I think some of it they thought was helpful. A lot of it was their own insecurities that they were projecting 
onto us, but try not to listen to that. Unless it's really helpful and valuable, take it in, take it on board, do what you can with it. But half of the time people, again, are just projecting their own concerns or insecurities, especially about the housing market. Everyone's got an opinion on the housing market. So accept it, sure, take it with a grain of salt. And lastly, if you are able to crack it, your offer gets accepted, everything goes through, it's going to be your house, congratulations. Be aware of moving costs and other associated costs. I was lucky I had a bit of an idea because I used to be a property solicitor, which came in quite handy, but I must admit it's still incredibly stressful buying a house regardless. (laughs) But being aware of the cost of moving, the cost of putting furniture in your house, think about rates, think about if you need to pay, like we need to pay for a green bin here, didn't have to do that in Christchurch, so that was like new for me understanding whether or not there are regional council rates as well as district council rates, that's a regional thing, really getting familiar with all of these potential expenses so that they don't hit you in the face and you realise, God, not only is it a mortgage, it's it's the rates, it's the maintenance, it's everything else. Second question, hey Mihi, I'm having a hard time with saving money and keeping my money in savings, do you have any tips? Yes. Money and money management is stressful. And when you are feeling like you are constantly in debt, unable to pay off your stuff, all you ever do is think about money and stress about money. So my number one tip that you can do today, and you don't need anything, you don't need any money to start off, if you have a savings account, then lock it. If you don't have a savings account, create a savings account and lock it. And by that, I mean contact your bank either by phone or sometimes you can just like direct message them through the app whatever works for you and say hey can you please put a temporary block on this account put it on your savings account any other accounts that you want if you have more and you want to have specific savings accounts for purposes so like a travel savings account for example contact the bank ask them to lock it that way you can put money in deposit money into that account but you can't pull it out without contacting the bank that made the biggest difference to me because my intentions were always good like before I had all of my money stuff under control my intentions were good I wanted to save money so I had all of these savings accounts and I'd every time I got paid I would put money into these savings accounts but you get maybe four or five days out of payday and you don't have any more money left And okay, well, I'll just pull money out of the accounts that I've moved them to for saving. And that's what happened. And then I didn't have any money in my savings account. And it just was a reoccurring problem. And so locking your savings account means that once that money is moved, you can't get it out. And so you have to be very thoughtful about the way that you spend the money that you have left. That's like my number one piece of advice. Not only because it means you can't access your money easily, But part of that also means if you're someone that spends money, like you see something go, that's nice. I'm just going to buy it before you actually have an opportunity to actually think about whether you should be doing that or whether your money would be better used in other places. The savings accounts work. Lock your savings accounts now. Second tip, and you're not going to like it, but it has to happen. Print out all your bank statements or go through all your bank statements and take a note of where all your money's being spent. For me, a lot of the time it's food. It's still like a big proportion of my money after expenses goes to food. 
But that's okay because I don't then go and randomly go for a trip to Kmart and spend money on stuff that I don't need. As uncomfy as it is sometimes to go through all of your bank statements and realize what you're really spending your money on, you can't deny it when it's in your bank statement. It is the perfect opportunity to identify where you can reduce your spending. Have you got subscriptions that you don't use? Do you actually watch Netflix and Neon and everything else that you pay for subscriptions for? Do you actually use them? Is there one that you can get rid of? Second to last tip. Stop paying attention to what everyone else seems to be spending their money on. If you see someone buying a new car... And that makes you think, oh my God, I want a new car because that looks like fun. Don't go and try to buy a new car, especially if you don't have the money for it. Don't finance yourself into buying a new car if it's not necessary. If you need to get finance to buy a car that you absolutely need, like as a necessity, then do it. But if you are putting yourself into debt just to look a certain type of way because other people look a certain type of way and you don't even know whether they're putting themselves into debt to look that certain type of way, don't do it. Don't spend money to impress people. You don't need to do that. If there are people in your life that you're trying to impress by spending money, maybe you should stop spending so much time with those people. And lastly, is look at your income streams. And I'm not going to tell you to start a side hustle because I know how annoying that is when you're already a busy person that is trying to manage your one job that may be taking more of you than it deserves. But think about where you're headed income-wise. Do you enjoy your job? Do you want to build a career? Is there a potential pivot somewhere else? I'm really passionate about the fact that women especially will not apply for a job if they feel they don't meet all the criteria in the job description. Please do it because you are selling yourself short by thinking that you need to meet all of these specific criteria in order to be hired for a job. And part of that also means not selling yourself short when it comes to income. Just because you have X amount of experience and you've only been in the game for a few years doesn't mean that you're not worth six figures, okay? I promise you'll be surprised how many opportunities there are out there for you to make more money if you're just willing to speak up and raise your voice and really back yourself and back your worth. Obviously, if you increase your income streams, whether that means increasing the number of income streams you have, so you've got your full-time job, you might have a side hustle, you might have your investments, or you increase the amount of income you get from your main income stream, so you get a promotion or you get another full-time job, leave your current job, move to another job with a $20,000 pay increase, all of these things help you save more money. And also invest. 100% invest and diversify your investment. So that means invest in the stock market, invest in crypto. And if you want to know more about investing in crypto, everybody, I am actually just about to launch my new podcast with a friend of mine. Her name is Nicola and it's called Chain Chat. So if you are interested in learning more about investing in crypto, we are well aware that there is not enough information out there to make this stuff accessible. I know the thought of investing in crypto for many of you was just like no way too hard. And some of you haven't even touched the stock market. So I get it. But I promise it is not as daunting as it seems to be. And the more of us that are informed and that are involved, the better. So if you want to learn a bit more about that, and I'll speak a bit more about it in a few more episodes, 
coming up in the future, but look it up, Chain Chat. It's coming out next week. So we are super excited. I can't believe I'm going to have two podcasts. What the hell? But anyways, that is all I've got for you today. This was kind of random. I don't know if I liked it or not. I'm undecided. (laughs) But let me know what you think. And let me know if you have anything that you want me to talk about in any upcoming episodes. Because I am doing this because I want this to best serve you guys, the listeners. That's the most important thing. Otherwise, I'm just talking to myself, for myself. And that's not what I'm about. Anyways, on that note, I will love you and leave you. Thank you so much for listening. I appreciate that you take time out of your day to listen to me. Make sure you do something kind for yourself today. And I will chat to you next week. And check out Change Chat.